This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. The Lord gave me a message. When we talk about Mara, we are talking about what is bitter, what is scarred, what is marred, what has pain, what has shame. What has indignation, accusation, stigmatization attached to it? But that woman caught in bed, the bed of adultery, and thrown at the feet of Jesus to be stoned to death. Jesus asked her just one question, to which the answer was not hers, but for everyone who was there gathered as her accuser. And even though they didn't use one voice to say nay or yea, everyone returned from the oldest, the eldest elder to the youngest youth. Where now are your accusers? Today, Mara to sweetness. Exodus 15. And verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea and they went out into the wilderness of Shur and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. 23. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. Ruth, chapter 1, verse 20 and 21. She had returned to Bethlehem. And she said to them, Naomi, call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. Therefore call me bitter. Verse 21, I went out full. And the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi? Seeing that the Lord has testified against me. And the Almighty has afflicted me. The cry of Mara is a cry of a pained woman. It's not so much that she's bleeding. For one to see the wound or her cut or the laceration. Or the direct violation. She is weeping from a deep place. Of bitter experience and results. The bitterness of Mara. Is a bitterness. Of pain, shame, disgrace. Eve. Hannah. Hagar. Mary. The woman with the alabaster box. Elizabeth. The woman at the well. All of them shared one thing common. They had a Mara. They had a bitter thing in their life that was a reference, a stigma, a description of who they were, of what they'd done, of who they'd been with and how they were referenced. But the Lord says to tell us today that whatever your Mara has been, Take another look at Ruth. Take another look at the book of Ruth. 
take another look at Naomi. That was not her end. Your Mara place right now. You see the woman, the mother is a universal message that everyone, whatever your time in history, whatever your place in tribe, gender, whoever you are, mother is universal as a descriptive experiential reference of human experience. Whatever touches one mother has touched all. Mother comes into a home and she's sad. The house is sad. Even if daddy comes in crying, there may be confusion and consternation. God forbid we don't pray for crying fathers, but then men cry too. But the reality is that the mother is there to comfort the father. Who comforts the weeping mother? And in that place of Mara, where Naomi had made all of these statements, she didn't see that there was something coming ahead. Scripture says in Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8, better the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Better and not bitter shall be your end. Sweetness and not Mara shall be the end of that matter. Mara is a place of your process by pain, but you are coming to the crossover by this Passover bitterness. You will come to your crossover of gain. You see, after the Israelites, when they came to that place and they turned to Moses and they began to accuse and rail at him, oh God, what, what are we going to drink? They were asking the wrong question. The question to ask is what are we going to do? And so he turned to the Lord and the Lord gave him a what to do. In the place of your Mara. When you turn it to God and not to the man of God. Looking at him as though he has the power that has only been vested on him. When you look to God, the man of God will bring an answer. And it shall be an answer of peace. It shall be an answer of direction. It shall be an answer of correction. It shall be an answer of truth that delivers you from your Mara. You see, the message of mother, more than others, like we love to say here, is not about the ego of a mother and a woman. No, it's about the assignment of mother to make everyone around her more than others. Whether it's her husband or her children or in the place of her assignment, her professional capacity, her service to community, in her village, to her nation. Wherever you are, woman, whoever you are, whatever age and stage you're at, you have the anointing of the nurturer, of the healer, of the comforter, even the ministry of the Holy Spirit to bring a redemptive intervention that will be a solution for the nation. Mother, more than others, you are solution for this nation in its confusion. We are not called to speak the language of confederacy like pastor says because if you fear their fear, you will die their death. It is not our portion. Say amen. The mother of Israel cried out. We don't even know her name. Second Samuel 20, 16, 17, 19, 22. Then cried a wise woman. Wise women build their houses. Many people think it's about homes. No, it's destinies, nations, communities. They 
build. They don't stop building. Even when the building is brought down, mothers arise as Deborah's in a set time to rebuild, to reset, to recompose, to redeem. A wise woman by wisdom cried out of the city. There is a calling by the calling of the mother to cry out. Your bitterness has stayed in too long. Oh woman, oh mother, oh daughter of Zion. Whatever our pain is, let it out. Cry it out. There is a God that hears the cry and will answer. He says, my ear is not stopped that I cannot hear. Nor is my arm shortened that I cannot intervene. You are my intervention. Many times we are looking outside for the help, but when you are the appointment of the help for your family. Hear, hear, say I pray you unto Joab. Come near hither that I may speak to thee. She spoke with a protocol. Oh, mother, intercessor, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever the circumstance may be, find a protocol of language and communication to engage the Joab that comes to destroy in a time of great consternation. God give us the language, the communication of faith to stop the language that corrupts good manners around us in our community and in our nation in Jesus' name. Mother, mother and others, we must teach men, fathers are appointed to give instruction, to build and lay the foundation. The mother is the builder and the teacher. She gets the blueprint and then she begins the design. It's not ours to define, it is ours to design. A mother brings beautification, she brings elevation, she brings promotion, she brings dignity, she brings pedigree. That is the anointing of mother and that is the calling of resetting the place of motherhood in our generation. She spoke to Joab and after that she said, I am one of them that are peaceable and faithful in Nigeria. Do you seek to destroy a city and a mother in Nigeria? Question, answer from Joab, from the Joabs, far be it from them that they will swallow up this nation. Oh mother, not on our watch. No, they cannot have our children. No, they cannot have our nation. No, they cannot have your mind. They cannot have your spirit. Move from Mara. Turn Mara, that place of bitterness, into your place of process to promise. In that place, when the woman went to all the people in her wisdom, verse 22, they cut off the head of Sheba, the son of Bikri. The head of every Sheba, son of Bikri, shall be exposed and cut off. But only when you get up from Mara, rise like Deborah. Until I, Deborah, arose, everything remained 
at a very dismal status quo. Arise, mothers in Israel. There are cities to save. There are destinies to deliver. There are daughters and sons, prodigals, backsliders from Israel to draw back onto the altar that the Father has appointed us as set daughters. Oh, daughters of Zion, don't you understand why it is that you are the best kind of marketing presenters for your companies, your banks and everything? Because when a woman carries a message, there's a way she carries it. There's a way she delivers it. There's a way she packages it. It's not just a market and a marketplace. It's a glorification of assignment and calling. From Mara to sweetness is coming from the place where you've been disfigured, marred and scarred like Tamar to a place where you become celebrated, dignified and commended. At the end, Judah said, no, 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 I... She's more honorable than I. The prince of Israel, Judah, she is more honorable than I am. In that place of your pain, the Lord says, surely there shall be an end and your expectation shall not be cut off. I don't know what that matter is, but even as you identify with the universal expression of the mother today, Sweet mother, like we love to say. What the Lord is saying, identify with my truth. That what is Mara shall become sweetness. I shall heal, says the Lord. As surely as he gave to the prophet the direction, the strategy, the innovation with a tree to heal the water so it became sweet. The Lord has a direction, strategy, and innovation for you and for me. And what is bitter now will be made sweet by faith now. Because now faith is. I'm coming to a conclusion. The Lord says to tell you, fear not. You shall not be ashamed, disappointed, confused by that matter. Every matter that has made a mother bitter, that has made a bitter scenario out of your life, that has made you weep, hold your chest in great fear. The Lord says, the situations that changed at the waters of Mara, you shall be comforted and not confounded. In the place of Mara, when the waters were healed, the Lord was revealing himself as the Lord Jehovah Rapha that heals not the waters only but the people he would not allow disease of Egypt to come upon in Jesus name the Lord says I'm taking away your reproach the ridicule the disparaging and the disrespect even the disgrace this day have I rolled away the reproach and the name of the place shall be Gilboa I received this word as I was preparing I had to go and check what Gilboa was it's a place where Saul and his sons were killed. Every soul in your life and mind that has caused you pain, that has lifted up their tongue and their sword to bring you and your family down, the Lord says it ends. This day, my reproach is rolled away. Your reproach is rolled away. Today, the Lord is turning every Mara to sweetness and 
every reproach to testimony. In conclusion, 1 Peter 1.7 Know this, the trial of our faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise, honor, and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Your trial by fire, the trial of faith, hope, love, the trial of your joy, trial of your patience, everything the Lord says today, that which is Mara, I have tried and it shall be perfected as silver seven times over from the furnace of your affliction. Let us begin to receive even that word. Whoever you are here today, the voice of the Lord upon the waters is the same as it was in the day that he gave the prophet the word and instruction and healed the waters. Hallelujah. Something more than gold. We have something more than gold. Something more than silver. You have something more than gold. If all we have is Jesus, you have something more than gold. You can tell it to the world. Jesus is more than gold. Something more than your pain. You got something more than your shame. Something more than your trouble. You've got something more than that condition. You have the name of Jesus. Believe it's something more than gold. Go on and tell it to the world. Jesus is more than more. Thank you, Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.